0: So Nick, a pastor, a priest, and a rabbit walk into a blood bank. Okay. The rabbit goes up to the counter and says, I think I'm a typo. God.
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always, Gator. Gator. And we're going to be smoking something special tonight. By God, yes we are. So tonight, we are going to be smoking a cigar that was gifted to us by listener MySticks35millimeter. Thank you, MySticks35millimeter. And Luke, which is his actual name, Luke sent me... Cool hand Luke. He sent us a couple of partigas Calibras. These are those twisty cigars that you see where it's like typically three of them kind of all twisted together as a little knot and everything like that. Now,
0: I suggested we should smoke these cigars still intertwined, kind of like Lady in the Tramp style with the spaghetti. That seemed horribly dangerous to me and
1: very homoerotic, and I chose to <laughs> ignore that suggestion. So tonight we are going to be uh, smoking the partigas Calibras. Now, I have... Take it, he sent us two of them.
0: Yes. So I have taken those apart, and we're all good to go there. Now They're basically the yin and yang of the cigar pulpit is how I see them. Okay. Yeah. So they, they fit intertwined so nicely together. And, and they are Cuban puros. They um, Oh. Uh,
1: the binder, wrapper, and filler are Cuban tobacco. It
0: is our civic duty to destroy this contraband. I would say this
1: is contraband, and yes. I think you and I as proud Americans have a civic duty to light it on fire. We do. So. Yep. That's what we're going to be up to today. I like it. Yeah. So, well, how about we go ahead and get into the cut, which the cut is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man, Dan. Our man, Dan. And he's still working hard over there trying to make sure that people get their cigars either through to-go orders, curbside, you know, and mail order. And so if you're living in an area where you don't have a brick and mortar shop. Reach out to Dan. That's open. If you maybe are... Um, already a online purchaser, and you're wanting to support a brick and mortar shop in these tough times of, of uh, COVID, then reach out to Dan. He'll be more than happy to get you a shipment put together and sent out to you like that day or the next day. He'll take good care of you. Exactly, and they've got all kinds of stuff over there. I mean, they've got a wide selection of things from three dollars to a hundred dollars. They've got that hundred dollar soccer unicorn. So you keep.
0: Are you getting a commission on that? Because you keep pushing that one. Well, I mean, it, you're, getting not, kick, you're getting a kickback on the soccer. There's not
1: many $100 cigars that they actually have. It's true. Actually, it's funny. Let's talk about that for a moment. So I asked Dan about the soccer. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, how many of these unicorns are you actually selling? He's told me they've sold about 15. Really? You know, over the course of carrying it and everything. And you know who he told me primarily is interested in it? Who's that? Farmers. And as a as somebody who has a bit of farming background, I grew up on might, a farm. You might appreciate this. So, there's a lot of special techniques that um, Dunbarton and Trust Tobacco have put into cultivating that tobacco that they use for the Unicorn. Okay. And as such, farmers are curious about trying this unique cigar that has all of these different um, um, procedures that have been done to this tobacco as kind of like an experiment. Like, well, okay, so you've been doing all this stuff to this, so what does it taste like kind of thing? So it's it's
0: a novelty,
1: I guess, but, but he said that farmers have been the ones that have been really particularly interested in giving it a try. Well,
0: okay then. So... You know, just something to point out. I usually smoke to Swisher out uh, driving the tractor, but to each their own. Well, I don't know if they're driving it while in the tractor, but, ah, okay. you know, it's one
1: of those things that, yeah. you know, they can appreciate the effort that's put into cultivating this tobacco I'm going to have
0: to read up on that stick a little more to want to pay $100. No offense, Dan. I love you. But, uh, I mean, I get that's, it. That's a pricey stick. Uh, it's not one I'm going to be smoking anytime soon, so. Uh, you know, one of these days. One of these days. Uh Maybe not. <laughs> not for a hundred bucks. I I draw the line. I I. Yeah. What's the priciest stick you buy and don't don't feel regret
1: over? Oh my! Well, I can tell you for a fact that the priciest stick that I have bought is a fifty dollars stick, and I did feel regret over that. Wow! And I didn't know that I had bought a fifty dollars stick until I'd already done it, so I was kind of committed. At How does that, that point. happen? when you go to the Davidoff of Geneva Cigar Bar in Las Vegas and you pick one out and they, you know, cut it, light it, and then the waitress brings you your tab at the end of the night. Ouch. And that's when you look at the tab and realize, oh, hey, that one cigar I had that was okay I just effed myself. ...50 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. For that kind of money, it should have given you a reach around. You would have thought. (laughs) I mean, you would have thought. Yes. But unfortunately unfortunately all it had on there was a special band that said las vegas and i'm like okay this was not worth so you were paying you paid for the band i paid because it was the davidoff of geneva cigar bar yes which i mean hey more power to them they got people to buy it they got me to buy it there you go but i take it the prices weren't in the menu no, this is one of those places that there are no prices on the on the shelf, and so it's kind of one of those if you have to ask, then maybe you shouldn't be here
0: kind of thing. You shouldn't have been and, there. <laughs> um,
1: well, no, there were other sticks that were much more reasonably priced. I just happened to pick one that was not fair enough. So,
0: but regardless, so that's the most expensive cigar I've bought, and. But you know, yes. Dan Dan's got brick houses. He's got uh, those those little three by threes. Those little ones. Yeah, you're the all about those three x threes. Those three x threes were good. Sticks. And those are made by Davidoff. Yeah, with those the are Avvo, good. Davidoff tobacco. And, yeah, and yeah, no. For the money, those are a good stick. Yeah, it's a it's a quality stick. But yeah, so. he's got a lot of stuff over there. And you know, I always talk. He, he's the only shop in St. Louis that has the uh, Manuel Casada cigars that I like. The 1974s. Yep. Those are good sticks. If you guys haven't tried those, seriously, seek those out. Dan's got them. Um, As far as I know, he's the only shop in St. Louis that has them now, and I hate it because he got them in right as this whole COVID thing came down. Yeah. So Nick has been kind enough to pick me up a few and bring them over, but I haven't haven't gone in there to get a box of them yet myself, but I need to make that happen. You do. Yep. You do. That'll be my luck. I'll get over there and they're gone. Well,
1: yeah, you better hustle. Yeah. So... Anyway, so for all your uh, tobacco needs, you know, get in touch with Dan over at Riverman Cigars. Riverman Cigar Company. And with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar.
0: Now, there's no cellophane no, to there's take no cellophane. this out of. So I'm, came I feel a, very, a little bit cheated.
1: This came in a very nice, there. decorative little box. This with, is going to be weird uh, to smoke. With Partagas, Habana, Cuba. This is going to be weird to smoke. Yes, it's going to be very weird to smoke. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'll don't. i be honest, I'm not entirely sure how it is going to smoke, but... By God, we're going to try. We're going to try. Now, I only have my V-cutter because I still have yet to track down my...
0: You want to borrow my Perfect Cut I, from uh, I, Riverman? I
1: will. Um, okay. I uh, have yet to track down my Zykar XO cutter. I, that is not a good sign. It has not reappeared, and I don't know where it is, and I'm starting to get a little worried. So... So, yes, I am going to be borrowing your perfect this cutter. This is
0: iCar Guarantee Cover Loss. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think you're out of luck there. I
1: think I'm screwed on that one.
0: So, has it, is it in the house somewhere? Is that what we think? That's what I've been led to believe. Hmm. I hope. So Yeah, I yeah. hope so, too. Hope. That's a nice cutter, man.
1: So, anyway, hopefully well, it you know, pops, pops shallow here soon. Like a dead body getting eaten by gulls. Hey, man. At this point, I just want to find it. Yep, I get it. So, anyway, well, there you go. So yeah, this is. Uh, I you know it's hard to. This is a thing. It's I don't so measurement wise, I don't really have those notes. Uh, all I know is it is a Cuban. It's like know, a it's like a Puro. crooked country back road. Um, I'd say it's probably if you straighten it out, probably about a six-inch cigar. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Um, probably a Lancero size. Um, maybe that ring gauge. You know, but I don't, I don't know about length there, but yeah. So, what are you getting on the cold draw there?
0: I'm not picking picking up much on the cold draw. Are you? Not really. Let me take a drink of tea here real quick. Cleanse the palate. I can tell you right now, this is going to be a weird smoke. Yeah. Mine dresses
1: to the left. It almost, God. (laughs) It almost looks like you were smoking a cigar and like walked into a wall. <laughs> it really <laughs> <You> does. <know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, but, like something out of no. a Three Stooges movie. So are you gonna
0: cold retro this thing? Oh yeah. Okay. So what are you getting on that? Boy, I'm not picking up much on the cold retro or the cold or the cold draw either one. No. No. It's no. Pretty. Maybe. I mean,
1: when I smell it, maybe just a little hint of like cedar.
0: Okay. Is that the box it that And that's in? the thing. The box mm-hmm. is, I
1: think, cedar. So that would explain why there'd be a cedar element to it. But honestly, otherwise, I don't really know. Time to fire up, brother. Yeah. Well, now, Jeff, before we light this cigar, okay, I want to point out a couple things. Point away. First, this is obviously the first Calibra that I've had. Okay. And I would assume the same for you. Yeah. So it's a very unique cigar. It is. One that every once in a while you see pictures of, but... Not one that I've ever had, but second, yes, I'd like to point out. Okay, seventy-one episodes in. This is the first Cuban that we're having on the show. It is so. Okay, then I'm just pointing this out. I like it. I thought that you'd like actually
0: like interact with me a little <laughs> bit, but instead <laughs> you're just going to say yes, <laughs> yes, it is. I was just concurring with you. Anyway. What did you want me to say? I don't
1: know. I just thought maybe... That what we were you, could lo- what are you looking for figure there? figured we could maybe banter just a little <laughs> bit on that, but nope. We'll just move on. We'll move on. i oh, you so, out to dry. I'll go ahead and light this guy. There you go. I'm lighting up. This is... Oh, this is so bizarrely interesting. My normal lighting technique of twisting or turning the cigar and uh, lighting the edge is not working that well because it's hits a corkscrew. It's like a duct dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> interesting mm-hmm what are you getting First initial thoughts cigar oh God it's a
0: Cuban there's this, this there's the cedar from the packaging I'm getting mainly uh, I, I did the retro hail I'm getting pepper on the retro hail It's
1: good I'll get to the retro hail but for right now I'm getting mainly cedar and kind of just an earthy flavor from it I concur I'll do the retro hail now. I am a little nervous about that. It's not too much. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. No. It is pepper. Yep. There is pepper on the Retro Hail. I don't know. It's bizarre.
0: It is. It's the shape. It's getting used to the shape and yeah, smoking it. Yeah. Getting used to that is going to be the thing. Well, we I, had that with the Nova football too. True. Yeah. That's true.
1: That was also another one that we had to kind of get used to and and kind of figure out. So Well, I guess this is as good a time as any to go ahead and maybe jump into some cigar news. I like it. So, Jeff, last week we talked about um, some French medical professionals that were looking into the possible link between smoking and, in turn, nicotine and keeping people safe from COVID. Interesting study. And, obviously... You know... We're
0: not medical professionals. No, and so. so we're
1: not We're not saying that that's true, but at the same time, you know, whatever. But um, we haven't had anybody dispute it yet. But the point is, they're still working on that over in France. However, there's another article that I want to point out. You know, there's a
0: place in France where the women wear no pants. Just wanted to point that out. Ah, yeah. I know that, and the boys see it all because they look through the hole in the wall.
1: <laughs> anyway, so... We're children. Apparently... The Motley Fool has done an article about British American Tobacco. They are working on a COVID-19 vaccine as well. And they're using tobacco plants as the basis of this, of this work. So British American Tobacco owns a biotech firm called Kentucky Bioprocessing. Okay. Okay. So KBP. They announced on April 1st that its COVID-19 vaccine has now entered the preclinical testing phase. All right. And what they are doing is really, it's interesting, but I know it's going to trigger the hell out of you. Oh, God. So what KBP's vaccines are, it's, it's based off of science where scientists inject the leaves of tobacco plants with bacterium containing certain genes. Those genes are coded to antibodies that can neutralize the virus in question, and then the plant treats the new cells as part of itself and basically creates, begins creating the antibody. Genetic modification. This process usually takes about six weeks. According to the science, plant based vaccines are similar and similar therapies are a no brainer. In 2010, an analysis in a Polish medical journal documented that plant based vaccines are potentially more successful than existing approaches and could be cheaper to produce. This study also found that tobacco could be used to produce vaccines for pandemic influenza as well as anthrax or plague outbreaks tied to potential bioterrorist attacks.
0: So are they talking about us smoking the plants that have been bioengineered or are they talking about then taking those plants and making a vaccine? I think they're taking those plants and making a vaccine out of it. I cannot imagine
1: they're going to basically say, all right, here's your COVID-19 cigar that's going to like help ya,
0: you. know, As long so. as it's in a shade grown, I'm okay. <laughs> no, you know I'm not a big fan of genetic modification. Mm-hmm. I do not like GMOs. No, I know you're not. That's why I, I figured this I was going to be... We're we're trying to outthink God on some stuff, and it bothers me. I don't and know. And I had that argument with a friend just a week ago where it's, hey, you can have cheap food or you can you know pay more for it. And I said... Why don't we pay more for it? Because if that's, if, if that's our two choices, I'd rather have real food that we pay more for than genetically modified food. And I'm not talking about, you know, crossbreeding and hybrid and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about taking cells from, like you just said, another plant or animal and injecting them into whatever plant. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. It's fascinating. We'll just have to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I will say out of the gate, I'm you know, I'm I'm not a fan of genetic modification of plants and animals. Well. No. I mean, even if it stops this COVID thing. The problem is <laughs> let's say it stops let's be the real. COVID
1: thing. Let's be real. Something tells me this COVID thing was the result of genetic modification and lab work I and everything like confer, that. But I mean, where
0: where do the Franken foods and Franken medicines end? Well, true. Yeah. But and, maybe and maybe, no, I, maybe you need a Franken medicine to kill a Franken disease. Yeah, but then what becomes of that? It's every and time I know you how unleash much, one thing, I know it how causes much, a counter I want to know effect. how
1: much Al Franken is getting paid, or paying us, to drop his name this
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> is Al Franken part of this? Because I, I don't like God, it at I all, then. I hope not. So yeah. <laughs> not, not a fan. <laughs> not a Franken. Anyway, yeah.
1: So Stuart Smalley. Anyway, so that... That's the cigar news. He groped
0: a reporter once. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So did uh, (laughs) Joe Biden groped one of his... uh, uh, Joe Biden gropes everyone he comes in contact with. Yeah, but
1: it was one of his, like, workers or whatever (sighs) it was, and nobody's really talking about that. But that's a whole other thing, so... That's a whole other show. We'll we'll just pass on that, so... Anyway, how are you uh, liking the stick?
0: It's very interesting. It is? It's... (sighs) It's not very strong. No. Like, like the, it's, the... I kind of expected that. Yeah, I expected a little bit more, I don't know, oomph, maybe. But it's not. It's not very well, strong. Well, we've talked about Cuban cigars before. They do tend to be kind of one note. Yeah. You know, they don't change up on, you know, like a lot of the new blends and things do.
1: Yeah, and I and I will say that in terms of, like, the, the note that I'm getting, it's it's very earthy. You know, mm-hmm. it's an earthy cigar, and it's... it's uh, Earthy with that that slight bit of cedar, yep. which I'm attributing to the little box. But that's fine; it adds to the rich tapestry that I'm it is fine the with it. No, I'm not saying that it's not, but I'm just saying that I suspect it's It's weird of the smoking box.
0: a question mark though, which is kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah,
1: that's so. that's that's you're burning quicker. I am. Yeah. So, Nick, what do you had going on this week? This has been a fairly uneventful week. If I we mean, it. It has. It's been a fairly uneventful week. Although, one thing I've been trying to do is look ahead, trying to reach out to some people to do some interviews so that maybe we can uh, get some of those banked up and utilize this time. Because everybody's trapped in their offices or homes, it's so it's like, now's a good time for me to potentially be reaching out and getting some people on the phone, so that'd be nice. But but for
0: now, today, you just get us. It's just me and the bishop here. Just us today. So. I have been doing some gardening. Mm. I ate some of my fresh arugula today. It was delightful. Addie, my uh, lovely 10-year-old, has been enjoying the radishes that are up. And And some critter has been enjoying your stuff, too, because now you have netting out. And I'm going to go into that. So (laughs) I planted my (laughs) tomato plants, and I took great care to go pick out the varieties. I always grow the cherry tomatoes, and I'll grow some yellow, some orange, some red, some black, and I got a bunch of the varieties I wanted and I got them planted the other day and I'm still missing a couple. I got to plug in some holes here and there, especially the little cherry black tomatoes, the little purple ones. I can't find anywhere. Nobody has started them. Hmm. So that being said, something ate every one of my tomato plants, just mowed them off at the ground. Savages. Right. And it's not, it's not like a leaf cutter and it's just, you know, like, uh, it cut them off and they fell over. Like they ate the plants. I'm assuming it was rabbits. Mm -hmm. because I'm out enough uh, and watch the squirrels run around. I've never seen a squirrel get anywhere near the bed, so I'm assuming it's rabbits. So I went out and repurchased my tomato plants, and I have replanted today, and my neighbor Matt was kind enough to uh, loan me some bird netting. So I have netted. I put hoops over my tomatoes and netted them, and if they get into that, I'm just going to come out here with the night vision scope and the rifle and just start popping whatever gets in that bed at night. That's my next the the next tier.
1: What if it's a little baby
0: rabbit? I'm killing it. Oh, yeah. Have awesome pepper. Yeah. Have you ever eaten rabbit? It's really good. No. I haven't. Oh, back in the day, my friend Brent Shorn. Um, another his, another friend story. Yes. His grandmother. <laughs> is this one um, of the ones that you blew up his backpack? What's that? Did you? He play? was there that night. Yeah. He was he was in the tent to sleep, but I woke him up so when it exploded. So you lit his
1: stuff on fire. But I lit
0: everyone's stuff I on got fire. You, huh? Yeah, okay. it was a whole thing. Um. But no, uh, Brent's grandmother, we would go hunting and, you know, we'd get a couple of rabbits and we would uh, take him and his grandmother would make rabbit pie. All right. And it was like a, you know, like a pot pie or whatever, you know, like yeah. a chicken pot pie kind of thing. Yeah. And But it was with rabbit and, oh man, it was good. Okay. Now, I, I never got a lot of it, but I did get to try it and it was really good. I prefer... Uh, you know, I, I like, I like rabbit and squirrel and I I like wild meat. I like being, uh, there. there's a connection to nature there to go out and, and hunt and then eat what you hunt. And it's something that I think a lot of us have lost. Have you ever hunted your own meal? No. Unless you count trying to figure out where I'm going to go eat. <sighs> <laughs> there's just, there, there's a whole connection there to, you know, it. I, my problem is i think a lot of people in the city they don't think about it they but the meat comes from the counter at the store and you know there there's a whole different respect for what you eat and the food chain and everything else when you go out and you participate in that and, I, I and people see will that. argue with me on that i'm sure oh, i could see people that people will think it's barbaric but you know it's one thing just to go I'm out and shoot in- stuff
1: i'm just not interested in it
0: yeah it's one thing to go out and shoot stuff just to shoot stuff but it's a whole other thing when you're you're essentially putting food on the table. And growing up as a kid, I'd go rabbit hunting and we would eat the rabbit. I'd go squirrel hunting. We'd eat the squirrel. Um, you know, deer. Every year we made deer sausage and we had uh, little smokies that we'd make from it. And then we would also, uh, we'd, we'd keep a fair amount of the meat back and actually make our own beef jerky. And, you know, I, I miss those times. It was a simpler time. Simpler time. Simpler time. And I'm afraid we're going to be back to that simpler time sooner than later with all the... I think the next big thing in the COVID thing, and flag the tape here, oh and you my. can check, it's going to be, I don't want to say a famine, but I think we're going to get to this situation where our food stocks get very, very low. You've already got plants that have shut down. Well, and if you don't let farmers get crops in the ground quickly. hmm Yeah. Well, and you know, you've had situations where you've got dairy farmers pouring out milk. You've got poultry farmers that are cracking eggs cuz they they can't no sense sell them to me. But they, they but I can't. guess I guess the restaurant sh- shut
1: down. That's the thing with the restaurants, they're not buying the supplies that they want Exactly. Worked.
0: And so that's where the shortage in consumers is coming to play and caused the well, excess. Well, and, and when you have the plants shutting down that process the food and get it out. Yeah. Now, I have seen um, some states have done some waivers and are allowing people to sell meat directly off of the farm, which, let's be honest, that's what we should be doing anyway. But, you know, the fact that it took a special waiver for you to be able to go to a cattle farm and and buy meat is just insane to me. Everything that we do is based around big companies Making money off of the little guy on the front and back end. And God forbid we just go have a relationship with the people that produce our food.
1: Once again, got more government overreach. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, government should be worrying about roads and bridges and protecting um, our nation. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. But yet, for some reason, we as a society over the years have just allowed them to get their hands in more
0: and more and more and more do, and more. And now we're sitting back now. Do you realize the restrictions on a farmer's market in Illinois? You probably don't. I'm closely tied in with this. Do you know that if you go to a farmer's market and that farmer slices a tomato and lets you taste it, he's broken the law? (laughs) Because you can't sample. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what? It makes no sense. But somebody somewhere might get sick off of a piece of tomato that they tried I, it it's just ridiculous. I know, absolutely ridiculous. But you know, this was the gardening minute with Gator. <laughs> <laughs> so the cigar,
1: I'm I'm kind of I, I keep coming back to it because it is kind of a novelty to me, and so I'm I'm fascinated with it. The burn line on this thing is ridiculously straight. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> considering the cigar's not. Yeah, I know, and the draw is really good, mm-hmm. which. I would have thought there'd be some like hitches with the draw, with the uh, with it, the straight. It, it really is the, like smoking uh, a pretzel. The curve, it is. It's bizarre, but it's but but despite the shape of this thing, the draw
0: on it is really solid. Yeah. When well, you were talking earlier about the fact that this is our first Cuban, a lot of truth to that. But one of the things traditionally we do on the podcast is we try to smoke things that other people can either smoke along with us whether it's out of the my monthly cigar box mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you know the other cigars we get they're fairly readily available this this is a novelty this is a specialty cigar again thank you my sticks 35 mm for yeah, this cuz well, Luke, Luke hooked us up Luke's based out of Canada so he obviously has
1: a little bit more access to this than we do nonetheless i'm i'm impressed with it so far yeah you know the flavor like i said the flavor's pretty it hasn't changed, but the uh, but the draw and the burn I've been
0: impressed with because I was I was a little worried about the burn. I just did another retro hail. Try that. Okay, that pepper's there, baby.
1: <coughs> yeah, the <coughs> pepper is ramped up. Yeah, i not quite halfway through, but yeah, the pepper has definitely ramped up as you're uh, as you're smoking through it. So yeah. Good stuff. I- interesting. I think it's time
0: for some uh, Ask the Boys questions. We can get into Ask the Boys for this week.
1: So we only have a couple of questions, but that's all right. You know, a little light. But guys, we need your questions. I've so got make a few, sure, too. Do you really? I do. All right. I'll, le- I'll let you read them. Well, no, you can read them. Okay. But, um, well, I'll get through mine. Then we can go to yours. Go for it. So... We'll actually start off with this uh, question from My635Millimeter. He wants to know if we've ever played with Thermite, and if not, why the hell not? Uh, those records are sealed on my end. <laughs> <laughs> I have never played with Thermite, but, you know, I yeah. mean, it's not that I wouldn't want to.
0: Well, I mean, I don't, I, d- what, I don't know. What metal door do you
1: need to get through, and I can hook you up? Okay, well, yeah. that's the thing. I, I, I have not played with Thermite. Yeah, it's fun. I'm still I'm still playing with Tannerite to some degree, although,
0: you know, that's only when Jeff buys stuff that's not duds. <sighs> our last experience was horrible. Anyway, yeah. So don't buy the don't buy the one in the orange container, guys. Sonic Boom, avoid yeah. Sonic Boom. So at least the batch I got. Um, our next question
1: comes from S.W. Frick.
0: You know where you get thermite? No. This is actually from Breaking Bad, so this isn't something I'm giving away. Uh, the little, you know, the little uh, etch-a-sketches. Okay. They've got thermite in them.
1: Oh, the little, like, the stuff that makes the drawing?
0: Yeah. I didn't know that. you got to empty a few out, but, you know. Okay. You used to be able to buy it at the gun shows. That's kind of been curtailed now. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, SW
1: Frick wants to know if we participate in online cigar bids.
0: Um, okay. They're, okay, we're, we're going to go down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> Nick and I... This has been well over a year ago. It was
1: around Christmas time, twenty eighteen into twenty nineteen. So it would have been late December twenty eighteen, early January twenty nineteen. I'm gonna
0: go ahead and mention them, um, Jr. Cigars. Yeah, we did the rapid fire. We did auctions. the rapid fire auctions, and we and would sit on the phone and discuss what bid we were gonna make. Yeah. And it, it was a lot of fun for about a month, and then we just lost interest. Well, the problem was, A, I was burning through a ton of money, but B,
1: when I would get the stuff, some of it would be good, yes, and some of it would be not
0: so good. Also true.
1: That's how I ended up with that box of uh, Gurkha Royal Challenges, actually, was I saw it on there, and it kept going really low. And we why, know we know why now. We know why. Yeah. But I it kept going really low, and I'm like, man, this box is really pretty, and I almost want it just for the box and everything. And so I finally bought it and can, it w-
0: can I tell him about the box? Uh, yes. He yeah. brought the box over to Shoby, dropped it, and broke it before I even got to see it. Mm-hmm. It just pissed me right off. <laughs> it was a cool box. They know how to package a cigar. They do. They don't know how to roll one, but they know how to package a cigar. Yeah. But they uh it was it was unfortunate
1: yep. but anyway so yeah so no we uh, we used to do some of that and i actually got some deals on there i don't the banker uh, the banker's a cigar I was introduced yeah, to yeah you off were of that. introduced to the it's a H. Upman. yep yeah. and um, i know i think i bought my first box of perdomo champagne super toros off of that actually
0: and i'll tell you one of one of the big reasons that we got away from it was we started getting to know some of the shop owners mhm And, you know, we're small business guys and they're small business guys and we just decided that we were going to do what we could, you know, to help them out whenever we had the chance. So that's at least why I got away from doing the online auctions. I'd rather go let somebody local, you know, make a couple of bucks off of me than somebody that I will never see. Pretty much. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so been
1: there, done that. Nah, I haven't. It been was ba- fun. I haven't been back. It oh was, no, it was watching fun. the price drop and trying to determine okay when is it time to pounce and everything. That was fun, but I don't know. I you know, I'm not. I'm not doing it now. Yeah. So I mean, I killed a lot of hours just
0: sitting and watching my yeah. phone though. And then we got into playing slots on the phone and <laughs> we were trying to get free rooms in Vegas. And those sons of bitches, they changed the game on us. They did.
1: So, yeah, that, that, that also happened. Yeah.
0: Thanks, Wynn. Anyway.
1: <laughs> well, our final question that I have comes from Thick Smoke Ryan. Now, Thick That's Mo- a great name. Thick Smoke Ryan wants to know, he says, I loved the episode where you were at the bar and a drunk person tried to pick a fight with you. Will you at some point in the future release the full audio of the encounter? I think we should. Here's my response to that. Okay. I'm open to doing that. The problem is, because she was not actually on a microphone, her audio was very, very poor. And so it's going to take a lot of editing time for me to be able to go through. And We
0: weren't sure it was a woman for the first 20 minutes of the encounter. Yeah, it was, it was touch and go there for a while. <laughs> it really was.
1: But... It's one of those things that it's going to take me a little bit of time to prep that, but at some point that might be. What's a nice... her name? Aunt Pearl? I can't remember oh, what her name was. What, it's probably best name? we don't say it. Yeah, but... I don't remember what yeah. her name was. Pat. Um, yeah, Pat. <laughs> but I, I don't, um, I don't remember what her name was. But it's in the, it's in the audio. And, oh, it is. You yeah, know, it's, it's there. But I'll have to. You know what? I'll have to figure out. Well, I think I alluded to it in the title. So I'll go back, I'll find out when that was and then yeah, maybe if I get a little little extra time I'll I'll play with that audio. You and, could
0: even drop it in right here if you haven't.
1: Well what I'm thinking is I can pull it and make it like a little special bonus episode like the game ah, with okay. your thing. You know, where it's okay. just like, hey, you know, here's the full audio of that encounter. And then that I way, I think
0: Pastor Barnaby is going to do a couple of shows too. <laughs> Possibly my son. <laughs> Possibly get a couple of sermons. You never know. But. You
1: never know. So yeah, so I'll 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 work on that. I will work on editing up that audio to where <laughs> Aunt it's Pearl. Even rem- I have no idea what her name was. I, it's Aunt. She said she was Aunt something. Yeah, and I can't remember her name, but she was a freaking crazy bitch well she was she was drunk. drunker than hell yeah and heckle drunk off her ass and drunk and, and he- he- heckling and the podcast heckling us and i on oh, your yeah. radio show it was the
0: whole thing <laughs> it was great yeah so anyway so so what I, have you got for this i have some questions from our friend jimeline oh boy and she's asked questions before but she actually sent a few to me so it says okay you guys also own newspapers which is true and we've talked about that. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you at each of your papers? Huh. Hmm. I've had a lot. You've had more than I have. I'll be honest. I don't know. Getting, I've, I've been screamed at in the courtroom. I've had guys flip me off as I'm taking their perp walk picture. You know, when they're getting let out of the courtroom in shackles. Um, I've been cussed at many, many times. Yeah. I've had death threats. I would say you've had death threats. You've yeah. Had,
1: all kinds of things. I I really haven't... I mean, I've only gotten into, like, a thing with somebody maybe a couple of times, and that was, for the most part, pretty civil. I mean, you know, they don't like me, and I don't really care for them, but they, uh, you know, we've kept it... It's not like it ever resulted in anything weird. Yeah. You know? So... Oh, I've got one. I... <laughs> I mean, I know what the weirdest thing to come through my door has been, and that's your fault. But I won't get into that.
0: <laughs> I won't get into that. Yeah, that was my fault.
1: The uh, people that listen to this might know
0: her, so I'll, I'll let that go. True, we'll just so. we'll just back that off. Yeah, um, I actually have had a delivery driver that we let go. Not going <laughs> to say a name, but started st- like stalking our employees, and yeah, it's it that got weird. That that got real weird. Okay. Yeah, the uh, I also have that kid that runs that little Facebook page. They keep stealing. My oh content. yeah, yeah. And he do he does it to to the TV stations, to me. To he's driving everybody else in the media nuts because he steals our stories and then posts them and copyrights them as his. We're like, dude, you're stealing our you're stuff. Stealing our stuff, and then stop stealing it our stuff. And... Yeah. So yeah, we've had that too. But uh, no, it, it this is a weird business you know that we're in and especially like for me in a small town is I run into situations where you know I've got I've got family that I write about. You yeah. know, I had I had a cousin that got a DUI a couple 3 4 weeks ago and you know it was a front page story for us and yeah. I won't go into all the details of that but uh it but makes it very awkward yeah. in a small town to cover news. Well, weird weird things happen. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but well there was the time that I was told I had a uh a friend that told me that I was being followed. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting time because I was getting a little too close to some people in power on some stuff that uh, they didn't really like. So there's, there's been some weird, weird things go down. Mm. Yeah. I did a lot of crazy Ivan's back then. <laughs> I, for those of you that don't know what that is, I, st- I stole the uh, name from hunt for red October, but basically it's where every once in a while you just kind of turn around to see who's, behind you if anyone's following you and what i would do is i had certain places that i would spin around the block and then just see if the cars followed me that had been behind me that kind of thing yeah i know that sounds crazy but when somebody comes to you and says hey dude you're being watched you're being followed you need to you know watch yourself and i'm like i'm not doing anything yeah but it didn't matter you know i I didn't want to get caught out in the middle of nowhere you know yeah off guard if you know what i mean Uh uh-huh so yeah, there's there's been some weird stuff go down here, there, and yonder. Well, there you go. Yeah, I'm trying to think if you've had anything weird that I can remember. Not really. Other than the ghost in your office that we've talked about before. I'd say
1: we've talked about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, reference back to our Halloween episode if you want to hear that. Story.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. Um, okay, number two, <sighs> Gator is always late to tape the podcast. Not not a hundred percent accurate, but. She asks, "Why doesn't everything doesn't he own a clock? Yeah, I'm. I'll be late to my own funeral.
1: That was a I've year, actually asked the funeral to director
0: to bring to wheel me in ten minutes after the start time of my funeral. Here's the thing, Gemeline. He does own a clock.
1: It's on his phone. The problem is he never keeps his phone charged to more than five percent battery. Yeah, there's and a lot of truth to that. So too. So he can't even operate that properly. Yeah, I don't. You know, I I'd like to contest that, but didn't I can't. didn't you look at your phone health like?" You can go to the settings. Oh no! The, it told me you know, my to say, battery is. You can go into the settings. Gravely on an compromised, and you can look at the settings. Yep. And it gave the health report of your battery. And it basically said the best your battery can achieve is like 76%, mm-hmm. and that it's gravely compromised. Yes. So, you yeah. know, just get yourself a new damn battery. Actually, you need a new phone. New phone. Because yes. the battery now, is Nick bad, has but, seen then, this. but it's bad. But then he also has this other weird thing that happens yeah. with his
0: phone. Nick has seen this. My iPhone, it will just start. Opening apps and scrolling through things. It's almost like somebody's hijacked my phone and they're going through it.
1: Yeah, it looks like I mean it'll try and call people. You watched it. It'll it'll I mean, it even almost tried deleting an app on you one time, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that no, I've watched it happen. Yeah. And it's weird when it happens because yeah, it
0: looks like somebody has remote taken control of your phone and just started doing things. Yeah. I don't know if that's a possibility, but when it does it and it hasn't done it in a while but it used to do it fairly yeah, uh, really fairly, fairly frequently yeah. there for a while so yeah crazy okay so let's see number 3 here my third question nick why and when did you get interested in cigars i think we've actually talked about that before but you can hit
1: the you can hit that if you want to multiple times but i'll hit the the quick and sloppy version which I is i caused it it was jeff's fault we were it out was. in vegas and it was july of 2018 we're out in vegas he stopped in the Monte Cristo store, lounge, whatever you want to call it, at Caesars Palace to buy himself a couple cigars. I was there. I was caught up in the in the atmosphere of the place and everything. So I figured, you know what? Fine. I'll go ahead and buy a couple. Bought a couple. We didn't smoke Went them when in there, Rome, so
0: to speak. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: We didn't smoke them there. We brought them back here. And you and I met up at Hooters. Hooters in Fairview Heights, Illinois. Sat outside on the patio there and, and lit them up, and that's all it took. It was monkey on the back at that point.
0: Well, it, it, and, you know, we've talked about this before. The thing about cigars are they're very relaxing. Yep. And force you to chill. It does. It forces you to chill out, and it's just, you know, for what we do, the the work that we're in is very above the neck, very acidic. I'm stealing some, some quotes there from... Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, but it, okay. it really is. And for us to just stop and relax is necessary for what we do, and, and probably for a lot of people. It's very, very relaxing to sit, and uh, the thing that I'm missing right now, and you and I get to do it a little bit, and you joke around about the Casa de Nick Cigar Lounge yeah. and whatnot, I miss going to the lounges. I do too. I miss I miss getting really to talk do. to the guys, you know, Strong and Tony. And Manfred, and just go down the list of people that we saying, know from these lounges, sitting, yeah. and, sitting, and talking to Dan over at Riverman. I mean, yeah, you know, it, and even, uh, you know, the Tinderbox in Fairview, we've gone there a few times and we've met people. And it cigars again, and I've said it before and I'll say it again cigars are the great equalizer. Yeah, you can sit there and talk to people that you may not have anything else in common with in life, but cigars bring everybody together. Yeah. So that's, yeah, no, that's, I know that's it. I,
1: and you're right. I have been joking about, you know, I've been calling my garage, the Casa de Nick, you know, garage cigar lounge. And, uh, you know, lately they've been able to open up the patio portion, which has been nice. Oh, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, and I've gotten to the point, I'm joking, like, okay, when can I start selling memberships to this? Because I need other
0: people. Yes. You know? It's it's <laughs> And you've done a few of the Zoom-type calls yeah, and the Instagram and, videos. And, 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 and those are good, but... It's not the same. It's not
1: the same. No. It's not the same as sitting in a room with another human being and sitting and having a cigar. It's just not the same.
0: Fourth and final question, which we've talked about before, but we'll hit it again. How did we get hooked up to do the podcast, and uh, have we been friends forever? So... I'll let you, I'll let, I'll address the friends part. You address the uh, podcast. Okay. So basically we were introduced by a mutual friend Mm -hmm. and we were talking about doing uh, some collaborative efforts in journalism at the time. And we, we ended up not doing what we were looking to get into, but Nick and I just kind of hit it off and, you know, just kind of became friends out of it. Pretty much. Yeah. And that was six, seven years ago now. How long has that been? At least six. Yeah, at least six. Yeah, so maybe seven. We became fast friends. He he was attracted to my ignorance. I, <laughs> I I will tell you this. I pulled Nick in into my gravitational pull with my stupid.
1: There's some truth to that. Yeah,
0: there is some truth to that. And, you know, it's funny. You, you are the lead on the podcast, and I'll let you talk about that a little more. It, it, people used to joke that I was your sidekick. Now, I'm so, – or that you were my sidekick, but I'm sort of your sidekick here on the show.
1: Well, because what would happen is you and I would go out to restaurants. We'd go various places, and we'd sit, and we'd do this. We'd sit and just kind of talk and – you know, shoot the shit with and one again, everybody get sucked and into our gravitational pull. Were fascinated with it, they were entertained by it. They wanted to talk to us and everything. I mean, it was this weird little thing, and so that's when we started joking about you know we should do we should do a radio Nick show, Nick and Gator in the morning. And then you bought that radio station, but the problem was it was over an hour from my house, so realistically, <laughs> I wasn't getting up in the morning to go do that. Yeah, and so we, I had this equipment sitting around from another uh abandoned project and we were smoking cigars at that point and i said
0: you know what let's just do this and and nick had been listening to some other podcasts and things at the time you know the cigar authority um cigar talk what what are some other ones is that pretty much covered that's about it yeah Yeah. and so that's what i was listening to at the time and it just kind of was
1: one of those things where i was like hey we can do this so we just kind of started doing it and it's been a lot of fun it has. It's opened a lot of doors. We've met a lot of really oh, nice yeah. people. You know, we've got to try a lot of really neat things, such as this Partagas Calibra that we're smoking tonight. You From know, my
0: sticks, thirty-five millimeter, precisely. So, so yeah, it's. You know, we we've gotten to meet several cigar manufacturers. Nick's met a few more than I have, just because he's going to a few more events than I have here and there. But you know, we went up to Chicago and we met some great people up in Chicago, and then especially over in Indianapolis. We met a lot of good people over there too. Yeah. And if we weren't doing this podcast, they're not people we would have hooked up with or ever met. And I you know, I, I know this is gonna sound goofy, but I think we're richer for the experience. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So So thank you, Gentlemen, for the questions.
1: Oh, what a sweet way to end the Ask the Boys.
0: Aw.
1: Anyway, if you want to uh, send in your questions, make sure you head on over to the Ask the Pulpit page on cigarpulpit.com. And submit your question there. Or you can always just send us a direct message through Instagram, either to The Cigar Pulpit or at Nick and Gator. N-E-K-K-I-B Gator.
0: Now, Nick, coming up on Friday. Yes. We're going to be smoking another selection from My Monthly Cigars. Have we received our boxes yet? I have not. Okay. I I'm, I'm hoping that we will have the... The May box
1: in hand um, by Friday. Yeah, uh, for, and it's for Friday show. And that's an may, odd timing. And because that's the it's, thing. Yeah. It may not because of the way April and May kind of like fall. So if we don't get around, if we don't have the May My Monthly Cigars box for Friday's show, here, let me check the calendar. There's five Fridays in May. Yep, so we so may. So it may be one of those things where we're cracking open that box on on the May eighth episode. So May first, maybe may Smoker's 1st. choice here. It very well maybe. There you go. So we haven't done a Smoker's choice. We, we haven't done one yeah. in a while. Yeah. So, so speaking of smokers, um,
0: what are you getting on your cigar? It's, it, it like I said, it's it's one note, mm-hmm. but it's been very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not necessarily. I don't think I'd put it as a mild cigar necessarily. Would no, you? It's not
1: mild. No. Well.
0: Maybe for my palate, <laughs> for your body, <laughs> it's more of a medium, it's, medium it,
1: flavored cigar. For yeah, me. mild to medium. Yeah. it's but it, you're right. It's one kind of one note, but it's not bad. Um, Heavy pepper on now, the retro hail. I'll say this: where it gets interesting for me is I'm at the point where it curves. All right. Okay. So I have my choice as s- I'm smoking. I've straightened out. So I've had my choice of where I'm smoking this thing. It's either curved upward at my nose, which is unsettling, or it's curved downward at my shirt, which is unsettling. I don't want you to catch your beard on fire. Well, I don't want to catch that anything on fire. So I've watched Nick Can I mean, I catch I, himself on fire. I guess Actually, I we could both have. Turn it to the side, but you know, burn a hole through your microphone. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's the only. That, that's the, 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 getting used to smoking a curved cigar like this is unusual. Yeah. Now some people break these apart and smoke them individually. I know I've heard that other people which we just did which we did. Yeah. Typically, I think they're packed in like uh, um, with three of these together. Mm. So I've heard that some people will light up all three of these and smoke them at the same time. Kind hmm. of it's just one big giant cigar. Which, given the ring gauge size on this thing, I could see that. Yeah. You know what I, I think would be neat? I don't think neat. that would be, I think it would be maybe difficult to light it all consistently and keep it all burning consistency yeah. uh, consistently, but I, I do think it would be, I don't think it'd be impossible to do.
0: You know what might be neat is if you had three slightly different cigars that you smoked together like that to create, you know, like, like the, uh, basically making a blend but with three separate sticks, you know, intertwined possibly that would be interesting i don't know how i don't know do if, that. i don't know if anyone does that if, if you're in the audience and you know of such a thing please let us know yeah so every once in a while i get like a little spot that i just got to touch up on the uh,
1: on the burn yeah but, but otherwise, otherwise my burn is really good yeah and like i said i'm impressed with the draw given the shape of this cigar i would have thought the draw would have been difficult yeah but well it now, hasn't been now nick uh, i just referenced people reaching out to us how do they do that so you can reach out to us on the socials um, through Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit or at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. You can reach out to us through Facebook, Twitter,
0: we're on YouTube, and then we're also obviously always available through CigarPulpit.com. I'm still trying to get that, uh, you know, login password to the MySpace, so right now it's a dead page. Anyway. Wait, they don't even exist anymore. They don't exist no. anymore. So,
1: so Jeff, it's time for your favorite segment. Oh, my. He's here. He's ready to give his review. Oh, God. Cigar Reviews with Larry the Mute. And today, Larry has a special one for you. So, he knows that you were getting ready to go down to Florida here. Larry in a likes weeks.
0: to review the machine rolled cigars for those of you in the audience. Yes. So.
1: Larry re- reviews the machine rolled ones because you and I don't want to. So, Larry. Thanks for stepping up, brother. He knew that you were getting ready to go to Florida a couple weeks. And obviously, that's probably not going to happen. Nope. Move to August. So. He decided he was going to smoke the White Owl Cigarello Tropical Twist. I've so, smoked that. It's a, <laughs> it's a 4.37 by 28, and uh, you get two of them for 99 cents. I've, I've actually smoked that cigar. So, yes. so why don't we go ahead and let Larry give us his opinion of the White Owl Cigarello Tropical Twist.
0: You you realize this is stupid, right? <laughs> I love this segment.
1: Larry gives some insightful information. I mean, he's talking about tastes of pineapple and coconut. I mean, it's... But no, it's... I didn't hear <laughs> any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's on his notes. I don't have access to those. Larry, I love your brother, but this this is just ignorant. Anyway. Well, thank you, Larry. We appreciate your time. He drove
0: an hour and a half to get here for just that. You know, he he's committed. You could just phone that in. He's committed. He pretty much is. I mean, he's a good guy. So, <sighs> I mean, I love seeing you, brother, but this <laughs> doesn't make any sense. It's, it's an audio <laughs> podcast. Why am I the voice of reason on this? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm entertained by it, though. Anyway. Eff-
1: it just triggers me. I know it does. And that's why I'm entertained by Send it. Send
0: your correspondence
1: to Nick at CigarPulpit.com. Oh, my gosh. So... How about we give away some cigars? Oh, yeah. Everybody's so, favorite part of the show. It's time for the Martinez Cigars Weekly Cigar Giveaway. And we, uh, we're we going to pick a, a person off of our list here. It's an automatic deal, so, you know, whatever. But the uh, the the way you enter to win each week, all you got to do is head on over to CigarPulpit.com, sign up for our newsletter, and by signing up, it's totally free, you're entered to win, and we give away cigars every Tuesday from Martinez Cigars. It's a nice little five-pack of cigars. You want these to, cigars. You get to try the whole line. It's a, it's a good way of trying them out. If, so. if you
0: guys aren't familiar with Martinez Cigars, you're missing out. You yep. really want to win these. And if you don't, you can reach out to them, and they'll mail order you some sticks. But they are, they are good quality cigars. It's fantastic. I so. really like the 45 Series personally. So, how about we go ahead and announce
1: our winner here so the winner of this week's naked gator no it's not i gave you some cigars
0: you did i actually have two here yeah
1: yep he sent me they sent me some
0: but anyway i have the uh, 45 and what's the other one don antonio don antonio maduro so anyway so this week's winner
1: is tedrick caldwell Ooh, Tedrick Caldwell. Tedrick's a neat name. Tedrick Caldwell. You are the winner of the Martinez Cigars prize pack there, so all you got to do, send me an email at nick at cigar pulpit, that's N-I-C-K, at cigarpulpit.com, and just tell me that you're the winner, and give me your mailing address, and we'll get those in the mail to you as soon
0: as possible. Good deal. Yep. So, now, congratulations, Tedrick. There yeah, you go. Love that name. That's cool. There you go. That's a rocking name. Tedrick, Tedrick, Tedrick. You could be Tedrick the Entertainer. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I like to nickname everyone. Okay, all right. And like, like Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob. We so. love Broccoli Rob. He's a yep. cool dude. He is a cool dude. So, so uh, we mentioned my monthly earlier, and whether or not we may or may not have uh, the pack in hand for the episode uh, we're going to put out on the first. Yeah, given the fact that it's the first, it's yeah, it's very likely it that's going to be, be. Su- uh, Smoker's choice, but. Uh, my monthly cigars is a w- monthly subscription service. <laughs> you wanna do it? Oh, I, I you do it so well. <laughs> I can't remember it all. My monthly
1: cigars is a monthly cigar subscription service where I you can have that. where you can have boxes of cigars <laughs> sent to your home every month. And they come in a variety of different sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for thirty dollars. They also have the Presidente box, which is eight cigars for fifty dollars. That contains two of every cigar that's in the
0: Robusto box. So it's good if you're going to have cigars with, like, your dad or your brother or a friend or something like that. Or, as I say, just hoard them. Now, I do want to point something out, Nick, okay. and I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Okay. They have an MSRP guarantee. They do have an MSRP guarantee
1: <laughs> that states that the MSRP of all of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So for April, it was a $42 value for $30 if you got the Robusto box. Or if you got the Presidente box, it was $84 for 50 bucks. Yeah, So you really saved some money on the Presidente box. They were good cigars, too. They were. Yeah, they a little, were good. A little mild for my taste, but then again, we had the March oh, box, which had... was a pretty heavy box, yeah. and that was definitely more my taste, not necessarily as much your taste. But, so. you know, to each their own. Everybody's palate is different. You know, you get to try different stuff. So if you head on over there and you sign up today for my monthly cigars, you can uh, get free shipping on your first order or 20% off in their online store by using offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T. Make sure you sign up for that, and you can start getting cigars shipped your way
0: at the next available month. There you go. So,
1: MyMonthlyCigars.com.
0: Yay! Yay! So, as we finish up here, I'm down to my nub on this Cuban. What are you getting there, brother? I was talking too much in my one out. Mm. <laughs> Me. I had that earlier when I was ranting about something. Well it's a small ring gauge. Yeah. And
1: so I'm thinking that may have had something to do with it. But it's been a very good stick. It has been a good stick. The draw's been great, the burn's been great. Flavor note wise, like I said, kind of an earthy kind of flavor with just a small hint of cedar that again I, I chalk that up to probably the uh the packaging. But that's good because I mean you know, that means the packaging added something to it. Yep. And let's give it let's give it a last little nub retrohale. Okay. Oh <coughs> wow. <Whoa. coughs> that okay. pepper. So the pepper has come on. It has ramped up significantly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. That's, ramped up significantly that kill the COVID. <laughs> through the length of the cigar. Um it was there, it was present in the beginning. Oh my, but not present quite no, to not this, like that. To this level. It did ramp up when we did a retro hail about the halfway point, but it is ramped there up now. even further from that halfway point. It's all the pepper. So, so this this guy has definitely gotten some strength as as it went along in and terms after of the I retro do the, hail.
0: I've noticed after I do the retro hails, yeah. I pick up more notes off of the cigar. Um and obviously it's more peppery kind of things, but I'm still getting more of that after the retrohale. Yeah. Yeah, I am. But
1: no, it's a really good stick. I mean, I like it. I mean, I'm. I would be. I'm not gonna lie. The sheer novelty of it, I wouldn't mind trying smoking like the
0: bundle. The you wanna double them, down? Yeah. To at or one, triple down, at I guess. one
1: to, at one time just to see how it would
0: be the trifecta. But um, but no, it's. What is, if you had four? It could be the quad. I mean, it it could. Oh my God. If you did five. It could be the cinco.
1: If you had six, it'd be the sextuplet. <laughs>
0: Anyway, well now you're just getting absurd. now you're just getting absurd. Yeah, <laughs> but mm.
1: but I'm really happy he sent these because I've that seen, was really nice. I've seen these twisted up cigars on Instagram and various places before, and they've fascinated me. And I've been like, how do I find these things? And I've never, you I've, know what, you know how I've we never find actually them? looked. But we have a friend named Luke. That's true, and he just. Luke hooked us up. He hooked us up, and we, we were able to try these out, and I'm happy we did. I am, too.
0: That so. was awesome. It, uh, Luke, thank you again. Mm-hmm. Nope, I'm happy with it. Well, anyway, anything else for the good of the cause? No, just, it's it's a gorgeous night out, and this has been a lot of fun. Prior to taping, we each smoked a Perdomo, and it's just been it's been a nice day. No, nah, it's been a nice day. I've
1: been able to enjoy the day, um, get some deck time in. And uh, you know we're into spring, so the the weather's kind of hit and miss, depending upon uh, depending upon rain and all that. But that's where my cigar lounge or my garage
0: lounge, as I guess I should call it, yep. has has come into play more. So that's all well, right. Well, I I do look forward to the days when we can get back over to the lounges, we can see some of our friends, get the band back together. You exactly. know, exactly. Yeah,
1: everybody's been talking about how we need to just have like a giant party. Yeah. When we can. Yep. But
0: we can you know, just infect each other all over again. I was going to say, eh. when
1: can we? I mean, <laughs> I
0: guess we could go out in the
1: parking lot and just stand six feet apart from one another. But, yeah, I don't know
0: about that. Yeah, but I miss, you know, like Tron and, you know, just go down the list of guys. I mean, we, we've made so many good friends at the lounges. Yeah. You know, Jess and Tim over at the Hill and, you know, like I said, Dan and all of his guys over at uh, Riverman. I miss them. I, I miss getting to go sit down and just chew the fat and you know that's one of the things for the show and Nick and I have talked about this a little bit is there's there's such a lack of things going on right now for us to come up you know with show ideas and things to talk about. yeah, and a lot of the a lot of the ideas we get come out of those lounges,
1: yeah, finding out what's what people want to know about and funny stories and things like that. It's like you asked me at the beginning of the episode, so how was your week? Well, pfft. My week was fairly uneventful. I yep. mean, what are you gonna do? Yep. You know, you do the little bit of work that you have to do and then you and then you go home. Yeah. So I mean it's it's hard to say what what is <laughs> there's nothing really going on.
0: I hope this doesn't become the new normal.
1: No, I it's like I said before, people, human beings, we're social creatures. We thrive on interacting with and being around other people. And, you know, maybe not all of us are huggers. But I am. We, I know you are. I'm a hugger. Unfortunately, but we need to hug it out, bitch. But we're you know it's one of those things that because we're social creatures, I think that's well. I'll be honest. There's the financial aspect of why you're starting to see these protests popping up against these stay-at-home orders. Yeah. But I also do think there's also. Maybe and maybe not nearly as significant, and I don't know if anybody's even putting this onto it. But it's one of those things where I almost wonder if people are starting to protest these stay-at-home orders too, from sub, sub subconscious need to start being around other people. Oh, again.
0: I would say that's very likely. You know,
1: and 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 also I think, and this is no slight towards anyone's family, but it's one of those things that you can only be around the same people so much before you need a little diversity in in your interactions yeah and you and i have been fortunate that we've been given the essential tag because of our employment yeah but not everybody is like that Some but it people, has still
0: been it's still been a struggle you know addie has been home from school yeah and you know she's not going back for this this school year at yep. least you know and hopefully that turns around in august but it has, you know, it's been a strain, and, you know, there are times I'm doing conference calls, and she's wanting attention, and, uh-huh. you know, it's it's very demanding um, to be at home as much as I have been. Yeah. And, and not not in a, it's weird, not in a bad way, but most of what I've been doing, other than one day a week when I'm going down and actually uh, delivering our product, but, you know, otherwise, I'm doing everything over the computer and the phone right now, and it's it's a strain. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I've been hearing people say if I have to do one more Zoom meeting, you know they're just about to lose it. I even saw a thing online where uh, you can have like, is it a, a donkey sitting on your Zoom call for like a hundred dollars? And people are doing this. Have you not seen that? No. Yeah. So this farmer set up this thing where they'll put a donkey, and it just sits and like stares. Like a real donkey. Yeah, a real donkey, and it sits and stares at the camera and feeds or whatever during your Zoom call. But it's just something to break up the monotony, you know, just as an entertainment value for the call. Yeah. And people are doing it. Bizarre. Yeah. It's it's a weird world we eh, live in. Good for him. He's making money. Darn so, right. I don't know. I just... How else do you make money off of a donkey? I mean, other than, you know, down in Juarez. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I was wondering where that was going to uh, circle
1: around to. I'm now so, I know.
0: I'm so happy. Donkey
1: shows. <laughs> of course, it had to... Would, you know, this, this episode was surprisingly <laughs> tame. I was wondering how how this episode was going to finally start to get oh stupid. My and
0: God. Donkey oh, shows. Of oh, course. Oh, I made myself cry. Donkey shows. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, if you don't know what that is you might not want to search it on yeah the if you're
1: going to search that make sure you use a private tab cause yeah the, the ads you're going to get after that are going to be <laughs> really interesting and make sure you're doing it by yourself and not with anyone else around you yes not not
0: not during the zoom call no no and definitely not no, with children around no <laughs> no anyway oh my god well it's like, been a hoot man
1: i, I think with that This has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. This is why you should listen all the way through. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. (laughs) Stay safe and stay smoky, everyone. (laughs) Donkey shows.